Hello, my darlings. Welcome to episode 153 of the 6-1 IndieCast. My name is Mike Toundro. Tonight, I'm joined by Matthew Wright. Hey. Harry Lazidis. Hello there. <laughs> the angel from my nightmare. And Kyle Stevenson. <laughs> Hi. I was muted. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, did I get you with that Blink-182 comeback? That was very good. I knew that reference, but I was more doing Kenobi from Star Wars. Mm, mm. Yeah. That's fair. I, it's a... There's a crossover there. Like, I know Hoppus is a big Star Wars person. I think so. Yeah. Well, is he actually, or are we just pretended? No, I think he is. Oh, okay. That's also, cool. He's down for now. Shout out to Tom DeLonge for just being right about everything all along. <laughs> shout out to Tom DeLonge. <laughs> Yo, like, I... This is all yesterday, right? The, the week has been, like, wild. I yes. What, I, what day uh, is this? <laughs> I think it's Thursday. Um, I, you know, had a nice it was a really busy day at work and like i was just uh, disconnected from anything happening in the real world and all of a sudden i like i crash on my bed at five o'clock and like i just start scrolling through tiktok i see the mitch mcconnell thing and i see all this fucking alien talk i'm like what the fuck happened today am i in a different plane of existence yeah it's wild it's also wild that in 2023 that neither of those are something to get I know, about. right? Like, I'm more worried like, about okay, cool. paying bills and oh yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Aliens should be top priority. They're not. Nah, guys. Funko Pops selling for uh, <laughs> two hundred and ten hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I did see uh, a TikTok coming out of San Diego Comic Con of like, yeah, a booth selling. Um, I forgot like what Funko Pop it was, but like hundreds of thousands of dollars they yeah. were selling for and it's like are you out of your fucking minds might, might have been the same one it was the golden ticket uh do it do pack two pack do pack no i just want to <laughs> say tupac <laughs> dude that too that did you hear about that shit what no what that they opened they reopened the case on tupac i was just watching atlanta this morning the <laughs> what are they, season what are they three opener pivot that? <laughs> like Las Vegas Police Department reopened the case on Tupac. They don't like they're not saying why, but apparently like there are new details about the case, about the the shooting or nefariously. They're trying to hide something else. And they're like, let's what's going to grab news push. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like they pulled the trigger a little too quick. That was I did not mean to say pull the trigger. Um, (laughs) They hit the button too quickly because maybe they thought they knew like the alien stuff was coming out. It's like, okay, how can we cover all the alien stuff? Tupac. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. (laughs) That's Maybe Tupac is the alien. Oh, who's the so. infamous uh, guy whose nobody's ever found the Jimmy Hoffa, the body? Yeah. Like we, we suddenly <laughs> get news about Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> uh, well, I have nothing. You are listening to the Six One IndieCast, a weekly video game podcast amplifying the indie scene and smaller games outside of the AAA space. New episodes drop each and every Monday morning on all major podcast feeds and YouTube.com slash Six One Indie. Supporters on Patreon.com slash Six One Indie can tune in live as we record and gain access to Clocked Out, the IndieCast post show. Harry, shut up. <laughs> but in moneyest sight, no worries. You can still you can still support us with a simple click. Wherever you're listening, go ahead and leave this podcast a review. Follow at 61indie on whatever social media you feel like using. Subscribe and hit the bell on youtube.com slash 61indie and tell your friends all about us. Shout out to the PD fans like Harry Lazidis, Kobe Cordes, Jacob McCourt, Jill Grote, Nicholas Johnson, Nicole Humphrey, Play It Jason, The Compound, and Cole, aka Good Sir, our gold showcase producer. Housekeeping for you, the Mini Indie Showcase returns on August 31st on 61indie.com and youtube.com slash 61indie. I will be back in New York this weekend to film said showcase. I'm very excited to see Harry and Kyle in person. Yay. Matt, fly out. You Speaking won't. of which, <laughs> happening around the same time, um, I will be at PAX West. I am confirmed to be attending PAX West. Harry, are you going? Signs point to no. Signs point to no for Harry, but I will be there. <laughs> so uh, expect the usual PAX-like coverage. We're going to do nightly podcast. How? Don't know. I'll figure it out. <laughs> but I, I'm going to do it. Like, right, um, what are you going to do? Talk to yourself for two hours every night? I mean, I listen to it. We've done it before. (laughs) We've done it before. Um, Speaking of the showcase, uh, over on patreon.com slash 61indie, if you would like to uh, directly support showcase efforts, we have showcase producer tiers. Um, Obviously, there are expenses included like that come along with uh, doing these big showcases and uh, any support 
would mean the world. Uh, you could get some behind the scenes stuff, which we're going to post a lot this weekend while we film. And uh, you get your credits in the names of the or at the end of the video. Um, and there will be more secret showcase stuff that it will benefit as well. I think that's it. YouTube.com slash six one indie. We're also still pushing that. If you haven't already, go subscribe. We got let's tries and all that fun things over let's there. Let's try some all the fun stuff. Oh, and also uh the indie council, new podcast featuring myself, Jill Grote, Jenny, aka Kimchika from Wholesome Games, and Janet Garcia. It's a good uh deep dive indie podcast. Two episodes are by the time you're listening to this, both episodes are up on youtube.com slash six one indie and Spotify. We are working on the other audio platforms but spotify for now so go check it out it's a great time first episode we define what is indie or we try to help define it second episode we talk about uh this whole social media mess and how it's affecting indies it's a great time good time great oldies i also got janet garcia to buy goobies oh sweet that's a win janet has joined the gooby gang (laughs) tonight we are going to talk about something we mentioned last week the the indie 100 i'm sorry matt nothing <laughs> you're goddamn right nothing <laughs> we are going to talk about the indie 100 and uh just kind of get everybody up to speed so the indie 100 was a patreon exclusive show that we uh ran for a few months uh we quickly realized doing extra shows uh nobody has time for that we we can never get together uh <laughs> and it became a very erratic uh scheduling and uh so we figured we scrap it and just blend it into the main IndieCast show. And uh, so tonight we want to go over what the Indie 100 is, all the games included in it so far, and uh, what the future looks like. So the pitch for the Indie 100 uh, is each month we would select a video game that we think is one of the greatest indie games of all time, the top 100 indie games of all time. Month by month, we were ranking the games. We, we typically don't like to do rankings and stuff like that because, mm-hmm. you know, we we don't like to score things. We don't like to do any of that kind of stuff. But it's a fun thought experiment. So we are bringing that to the main podcast, like I mentioned. We will not be ranking the games each episode. We're just going to drop them in. Once we hit 100, we will have a special episode where we will drop everything in a big tor- uh, tournament bracket. And it will be a very chaotic time of uh, picking our champion. Oh, yeah. So with that said, we have 17 games that we ran through so far. So I would like to go through the games. We could chat chat about them. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to do it in any particular order. We could kind of just like pick our favorites on here, pick our highlights or whatever, and just go like that. So Matt, tell me about one of the games on the Indie 100. Let me tell you about Magicka. Which I know. <laughs> currently sat all the way at the bottom after 17 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the earlier ones wasn't it it, it was it was like the third or fourth or yeah uh <laughs> magica is a comedy co-op um action rpg but instead of like diablos where like you're just kind of using certain skills you have eight different spell elements and you key in those uh spell elements to cast spells uh there are specific combos to use but there's always friendly fire on. So four players, just mountains of blood. <laughs> but the comedy writing's great. Uh, a lot of DLC for the first one. There was a second one, but the original was developed by Arrowhead Games, the people who are working on uh, oh oh, Hell Divers too. Hell Divers, yeah, yes, <laughs> uh, yeah, Magica, love it. Hell yeah, I will play it one day, one day, and I will join you. You and will hey. rage so hard. Bookmark that <laughs> clip. Clip that out. Hold back to that word. <laughs> hey, it has a chance to to make some rounds. You know what I'm saying? Championship. Now that we're changing the rules, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Kyle, what would you like to shout out? Oh, boy. Where to start? Um, I'll just start with one of my favorite Metroidvanians ever. It's Quackamelee 2. Mm. I, I mean, drink box are at the top of their game every game they make is one of my favorites and the sequel to an already fantastic metroidvania um it only got better uh with with time and with the new uh implementation of like going back and forth between 
uh i forgot what the was it underworld and and real world i forgot what that but was, mechanic yeah. was. was the multiverse called in the second uh, one i forget it's been yeah, a long, it's been a while it was funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh but like having to time that in platforming and like making sure the platforms are there and and, and when uh in the current timeline i guess um the move sets are great unlocking new moves is fun becoming a chicken to to find secrets is always a good time um yeah i mean it's fantastic please play guacamelee one and two if you haven't already i mean i mean that was part of the discussion also was like are we doing one or two yeah yeah i personally i like two a little bit better but yeah i think the added mechanic of swapping mm-hmm. between worlds and that how intricately tied that is to um the actual platforming yeah similar to celeste which mm-hmm. I worth pointing out also like there's only 18 games on this list so far. I know I said 17. I forgot we added one last week. Um, Like Celeste is not on the list yet. And like, and inside is not on the list yet. Don't worry. We're going to fucking talk about them. Eventually you got 22 more of these goddamn things. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Guacamelee, a fantastic video game. Yep. Harry. Michael. Give me one. Well, if I had to choose one, um, I mean, we're going to talk about all of them, so I know, yeah. pick whatever you want. <laughs> uh, let's go with Toem, mm. uh, which is a lovingly beautiful, uh, essentially black and white game where you play as a derpy bipedal sheep. I think we're going with that, right? Yeah, uh, sheep. Right? What? No? I don't know, he's just a, a little man. I don't know. He's just a little <laughs> lad. He's just uh, a little freak. All right. We'll say humanoid looking dude uh anyway aside from his questionable biology um you the (laughs) the goal of the game is you're photographing the world and you want to get to this big event called toem you don't know what it is your grandma's talking about how cool it is um but you're ultimately trying to get to that spot to take a really cool picture of it um i really love the photography angle of it where you're taking pictures of scenarios you're trying to make things happen kind of like pokemon go uh, not pokemon go Pokemon Snap or other photography yeah. games where you got to elicit an action to take a photo based on an objective. Um, and each of the areas are super varied. But what I really liked about the visual part of it is that it was almost like a diorama. And we've talked about this before, but bring it to this episode. Like um, it's such a cool 3D aspect with 2D like um, character designs, which really like jived with me. Yeah, the presentation is off the chain. Oh, man, it's so good. And, like, each area has their own little story. Um, Each character has their, like, 30-second beat that's like, oh, man, I can't find this elf or whatever. I don't think there's elves in the game, but... um, More little freaks. Yeah, more little (laughs) freaks. But it was such a charmingly beautiful game, and it's like a a a seven-hour game, probably less if you want to play through it. No, I think like we ended up like plotting it in like five hours, I think. Yeah, I think <laughs> that was we, like going I through think it. we were we spent most of the time fussing over one or two trophies where we're like, I can't figure this out. And then we just got more eventually. We got it. Like, oh, duh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think I wrote in the review three to six hours. So like definitely bite size, kind of a weekend game, uh, especially if you want to get a nice little platinum or a thousand points on Xbox or yeah. whatever, because I think it's on Game Pass now. But uh, yeah, I was just going to mention that it, it just got added to Game Pass like this week. So, yeah, so no excuse. Please play game. it. Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. I need to go back to the DLC eventually. Dude, me too. The, fa- the DLC is really damn good. It, mm-hmm. it like my file on PS5 got corrupted. No. like in the midst of dlc so like i try to boot it up and like i can't boot into the game mm. without starting a new game that's a sad face and i don't want to do that yeah so it's a bummer i would like to talk about teenage blob mm. i've for. talked about teenage blob a lot yeah during this podcast <laughs> but the the quick tldr version in case you missed it the first 152 times uh Teenage Blob from Team Laserbeam down in South Africa. It is a narrative adventure game where you play as a little blob. You wake up in the morning and you are just excited to go to the punk rock show. But you are uh, you need a new uh, you need the fit. You need to get the fit. And in order to get the fit, you have to do a bunch of little odd jobs leading up to the show. So you could buy just a stellar pair of boots. And that's all that matters. You just need the boots. You need the fit. You need to be the star of this little Philly nightclub show. Um, 
what Teenage Bob uh, excels at is being a love letter and uh, an authentic representation, obviously hyper-stylized and exaggerated, but an authentic representation of the live music experience, what it means to wake up in the morning and be very excited, uh, like have those pre-show jitters and being excited to see your favorite bands, um, just how much bullshit you have to deal with throughout the day just to make, make a quick buck in order to make it to the show, whether it is like, like again, hyper-exaggerated, like gang, like the perfect pair of boots, or getting a train ticket, making sure you have you grab lunch, making sure like if you want a piece of merch at the show, just like making sure you have like some sort of funds because that's just the way the world works nowadays. Um, and the actual like euphoric release of like actually being at the show and being in a crowd uh, like uh, just a, a crowded room full of strangers, but being interconnected by music and and a universal love for the artist that is on stage and just how the music hits you and like legitimately as much as hallmarky as this sounds um just like hitting you right in the fucking heart and just like feeling that gut dropping moment of just pure bliss um this is a game that was released in the midst of lockdown something i've talked about before and i've written about on sixwindy.com is that i heavily rely on live music for the benefit of my own mental health so during lockdown specifically for that reason i was not doing well i had some really fucking dark days darker than i let on <laughs> most of the time um and teenage blob like legitimately um saved my life throughout lockdown i could not be more grateful for that experience. Um, it's something I played over and over again just to feel that sensation of release and bliss and just like that energy and the euphoria just surrounding um, uh, just like a, a very authentic experience of like in particular like a Philly nightclub because for some reason <laughs> Team Laser Beam, a South African development team is very interconnected with the Philly punk rock scene like so there are there are like true references oh, wow. to a lot of the bands um in the Philly scene such as uh like Diet Sig or An Horse or uh, or um as uh, another band that starts with a C they recently broke up and I can't remember them um Chicago yeah. thank you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's just a genuine, true experience, and it's a must-play for anybody who who has ever been to a concert before and knows what I'm talking about. It, it's uh, stellar, and yeah, Laserbeam just knows like how to write a story and how to be like fun with themselves and not take life too seriously, but still have so much heart. And worth mentioning, like the actual soundtrack of the game by uh, the Super Weeks. It is a another Philly-based band. They just made an album, and each track on the album is a level in the game. And each level is inspired by a different, like classic video game. Like there's a Guitar Hero level, there's a Paperboy level, there's a Tony Hawk level. Like it is fucking fantastic. Um, it'll take you a half hour to play through, but it is one of the most memorable experiences uh, personally that um, I've ever encountered before. And that is Teenage Blob from Team Laserbeam. I'm very excited for Wrestling With Emotions. New Ken on the Block coming this year, maybe? Very excited. Whew. Matt. <laughs> uh, let me tell you about Nig Hog, yo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, simply put, Nig Hog is just a 1v1 game with two people with swords. And you have the ability to raise it, have it level, or underneath. You can flip a sword up. You can stab, you can throw the sword, you can karate kick Harry in the face. <laughs> uh, you can snatch somebody's neck. My neck. <laughs> you know, this is always Harry. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, but it, it's basically a, just a game of chicken. You're, you're moving from left to right. You're trying to get all the way to your side that you're going, um, all the while just facing your one opponent. It's simple but it's so much fun you you get that feeling like when your opponent is chasing after you to <laughs> like that the hair on the back of your neck stands up and like no, no and you start freaking out that is the best feeling how when, competitive when, and in, into it you get when somebody throws their sword at you because you're yeah. almost to the other side and you just turn around gracefully and just ding yep. and then go along <laughs> so good oh, no. it's so good Especially the first one I really liked. Um, yeah. I, I appreciate what they tried on the second one, um, but I don't think they were able to capture lightning mm -hmm. twice. And I think the first one really nailed it really well. I agree. What um, What's their new game coming out? 
the soul God, bike. My... What's it called? Yeah, Ghost Bike. Is it Ghost Bike? Ghost Bike. Uh, yes, sounds right. Um, I didn't realize they were Ghost also bike. the creators of Fly Wrench. Yeah. Oh yeah, so yeah. freaking good. Side note. <laughs> oh my god, with a banging soundtrack. Oh my god, <laughs> I gotta go play that game again. <laughs> Yeah, dude, Ghost Bike looks fucking incredible. It um, was recently announced at the Annapurna Showcase uh, coming to Steam and the Xbox at some point. But it looks like we don't we didn't see much about it, but like just the concept trailer, even if it is a side scrolling bike game. Oh, my God. Let's mm-hmm. fucking go. Yeah. Yeah. looks stellar. Yeah. And wildly different than what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let me tell you about a little raccoon that just wants to. Capture oh. everything into a hole in the ground. My life story. <laughs> Donut County is, is so simple on paper, but it is such a good time. Just uh, the object is basically just you find the smallest object in the level, suck it through the hole, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I paused there. And then once once you once you suck an object into the hole, uh, the hole gets bigger, and then you can suck bigger things. Um, that's right. <laughs> that is right. We're going there, everybody. Um, and yeah, it's you're a raccoon doing it all, and you come to find out the. I, it's been a while since I played, but isn't the mayor up to not good things? In, oh, yeah, in the mayor's the a real scumbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's just a fun, cute, whimsical time um ben esposito is is great at what he does and it's wild to know that neon weight came after this uh <laughs> two completely different games but they're both equally amazing mm-hmm. um yeah please play donut county another bite-sized taking an yep. hour to beat so yep. it's, yeah. easy but it's fantastic too. yeah easy platinum did you see the neon white uh physical edition that i am it's putting out and that I cover i did yeah it's pretty cool yeah yeah it's okay. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, you're up. Let me tell you about a game called uh, Thomas Was Alone. Yeah. Uh, an absolute banger of a game where you pretty much play as rectangular shapes. Um, but there's an overlaying story that's kind of narrated to you while you're platforming through geometrical worlds, um, which I was shocked hit me in the feel so hard a couple years ago when I played it for the first time. Um, especially with the fantastic writing and then like what is like we joked before over like what is an indie like this is like what is existence or like what is awareness of society and stuff like that with a rectangle that's like <laughs> yellow <laughs> um, so I thought that was really fun and exciting and like kind of blew my mind in terms of how deep the concepts are um, and it's a uh, it does the writing really well the music really well the narrating really well and the platform really well. Like I would have never thought that you can have those kind of overlays in a minimalistic puzzle, pretty much game. Um, and if you want to blast through the levels you can, but there's also like hidden stuff to kind of ramp up the platforming difficulties and stuff like that. Um, and Biffle games kind of, for the most part, like does bangers every time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is just one of their earlier bangers. I think it's his first banger. Is it his first game? (laughs) It might be their first full release. Yeah. Say banger one more time. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's really cute with its foo foo fa fa. And uh, I'm sorry, it's it's what? Is it cutie wootsie? Cutie wootsie. Yeah. 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 Can, uh, can I tell you really quickly? I had a dream that we made a cutie wootsie shirt. I mean, we definitely face. wrote one of these days. I mean, that's pretty. I would buy it. Listen, that. if we were, if we had the foresight enough, to make a cutie wootsie themed or a Barbie themed cutie wootsie shirt. Oh, yeah. But we missed the boat. We, game over, we, did. Yeah. we did. Barbie too. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to come out in like two years. Uh, probably. Thought, yeah, probably. I mean, uh, on good. either cutesie, depending on how you want to spell it, or wootsie, the O's are glasses and you can have a drawing of Harry there. <laughs> Harry is Ken. Maybe, yeah. Energy. Harry Ken uh real quick i will give uh flowers to dredge we talked about dredge last week that was the uh the latest edition we we talk a lot about dredge for good reason um so we won't harp on it too long we will be doing a uh as soon as harry plays through it we will be doing a full dredge spoiler cast maybe next week maybe the week after tbd uh but the one i would like to talk about is inscription yeah 
<laughs> one of my favorite games of all time yes now. Uh, easy uh game of all time that like just totally swept me off my feet a couple years back yeah kyle is holding up the inscription physical edition from uh special reserve i have one as well mine is in the mail your yeah harry's is in the mail uh man what is there to say about inscription it's so good inscription is a game that you like never want to spoil and never really want to get super into um because it is a it's one of those experiences that's best experienced <laughs> uh one of those things like any knowledge go... like yeah don't watch a trailer like exactly. just don't don't learn about it like don't read into anything like don't read like whatever just like go into it enjoy fucking just take it all in because there is so much to that game uh it is probably one of the most brilliant uses of a three-act structure in a video game it is one of those games that just does more even outside of the game and once credits roll there's just so much more that you could take in if you want to seek out some more information about the game to only like enhance the experience um not even like all the crazy stuff aside and like the narrative stuff aside the game is just fun the card game itself is just super fucking good it is essentially Yu-Gi-Oh! kind of same kind of basic mechanics where you have defense attack and you're just trying to like wipe out for all intents and purposes life points um i won't explain what the actual points are because it's really good and really fucked up um and yeah daniel mullins just does no wrong uh between hex and pony island and now inscription i just he is a staple in the indie scene and i cannot wait to see what he does next i'm sure devolver is like hey thank you here is all the funding you need for whatever the fuck you want to do next. And can't wait. I still need to go back to, um, I forgot what the update was called, um, where you could just kind of like play the card game. I do. Oh, want to okay. Go back. Yeah. I'm sure it's like, one of the characters game, the characters names. It's like somebody's okay. mode. Got it. Slushy. The, the, the woman yeah. without spoiling anything. Um, I know they devolver had like physical, pack of cards that we got to pack these yes. but i really want them to do all the cards i know i know <laughs> like, those cards are like incredible also those single yeah. packs mm-hmm. yeah i like i remember at packs like kelsey ended up buying us like five yeah. packs or something like that oh, but yeah mm-hmm. they ended up being just the same cards they're yeah. really pretty hopefully one day. one day yeah i have them i still have to unpack a little bit from the move but i have them in the box next to me i want to like get a frame for them and like maybe a nice piece of like cloth behind mm-hmm. it and stuff like, the yeah. oversized card that's in the uh, special reserves oh yeah yeah in the middle or something like that great goddamn game if you haven't played inscription yet it's i think it's out everywhere now i think maybe not xbox it's at least playstation and switch yeah so please go play inscription if you even if you are not a deck building person i am i definitely am not a deck building person and i Cannot get over how much I adore this fucking game, even three years later or two years later, whatever it's been. Uh, it is out on Xbox. There you go. No excuse. Go play it. <laughs> Do if, it. You have, if you have PlayStation Extra, it's free on Extra. Quote unquote free. Included in your subscription. Included in your subscription. Yeah. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. Go. Let's take a hard turn. Uh, a game that was indie uh, when it came out, Rocket League. And uh, hell yeah. Whoo. Who did it come out to just grand applause? Like speaking of PS Plus, right? Mm. Yeah, the power of a game releasing the power for, to the players, quote unquote, free uh, to the masses. Uh, game just blew up. Uh, so, what the game is mechanically, if you don't know, uh, it is a <laughs> somehow. If you don't know, <laughs> it's a there's one v one, two v two, and three v three modes. Originally, right? I don't know what there added, is available like, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and other, like there's a basketball mode now and a hockey right. thing. Um, but yeah, so originally it is basically car football or soccer. Uh, and you're hitting a that ball. So judgy. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> you're hitting this ball, this giant ball uh, that kind of like floats. It's like it has like low gravity, but you're also able to use boost not just to speed up on the uh, ground, but also to go into the air. So like people were just doing mad, crazy acrobatic shots that like, it's like, all right, I I can, I can stop playing now because I'm never going to be that good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it was a ton of fun. Uh, Even if you were just playing with friends, uh, doing like your own little house uh, tournaments, 
Um, and it, yeah, it, it did set the scene for indie esports. I believe. Mm-hmm. I think that's what. Really, yeah, I think it's fair. Yeah. Which, funnily How's enough, uh, the, the game that uh, came before it, I can't remember the full title of because it's oh, like five yeah, words. words. Rocket yeah, powered. Rubber. Rocket powered. Oh god, uh-huh. something cars. <laughs> It's like rocket five words. Battle cars. Super <laughs> rocket power battle cars. Maybe. It's it's a long title, but like <laughs> that game flopped. <laughs> yeah. Supersonic acrobatic rocket power battle cars. There, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice I, try I gotta say the name. It kind of rolls off the tongue. It does. Say, it has a rhythm to it. Yeah, like supersonic acrobatic rocket power battle cars. Oh, rocket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do want to shout out just like Matt mentioned when it first came out it was like uh, on the smaller scale quote unquote now blow, blew up to the fa- point where like I have the platinum in the game but according <laughs> to too. my according to my profile I only have like 15% of trophies right. <laughs> like the fact that they have continually kept supporting it and adding cool new things and cool brand partnerships with like WWE and, and yeah. like the back to the future cars in it and whatnot. Like it's awesome. I, I love what psionics are, are doing with it. And I hope that they, they continue to evolve in rocket league two or whatever it is. Next is going to be the I mean, same kind of like, like take over the world, even if they want to at this point. Yeah. I have a feeling like at some point they're good. I mean, maybe they have already. I just like, I've been out of loop. I'm assuming they're just going to do the Fortnite thing at some point and just upgrade the engine and then yeah. call it a day. Because <laughs> yeah, might as well. Yeah, yeah, wild. I mean, if they're doing smart business choices, they will continuously change this and yeah. update it, as opposed to other people who will actively make their product worse. <laughs> funny, Rocket League is not bad. Yeah. Funny side note: uh, if you played this on the original PS4, it sounded like a goddamn rocket engine. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it definitely did. Most games nope. made that sound like a rocket engine. <laughs> yep. Is there a dedicated like? "Quote unquote next gen version of this game, yeah, uh, yeah, there is. Okay, probably like a PS5 skew. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I kind of want it in VR now. Oh, you, you would just thought of that. I probably <laughs> would, would, but I, I would unless try it's it a god mode where you look above it or yeah. Uh, like from yeah, an angle. That if you're looking oh, in first person, mode. you're gonna vomit all over. I can't I mean, imagine to trying me, to do trick shots. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but to be fair, Wipeout <laughs> VR is great. Yeah, oh, but, yeah. but, but you're not you're not going like this and wipe out. Yeah. <laughs> not the way I play, man. I find a way. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, we should get back into Rocket League during extra life. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, yeah, we, gotta, we gotta figure that stuff out. Yeah, write that down. <laughs> Currently, the plan is uh, Kyle's coming to Raleigh. If you want to come to Raleigh, we don't have dates yet, do we? Uh, we'll we'll figure it we out. We discuss. Yeah. We could, off yeah. site, whatever. Yeah. Off November, y'all. November. <laughs> we'll see what tickets cost. Yeah. Kyle, your turn. Oh, man. What do I want to talk about? Uh, let's talk about sound shapes. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, I'm going to steal a Harry line. It's cutesy wootsy. It is the best, uh, you know, cute little platformer where you're just trying to make beats and, and music. And, uh, the amount of variety in this game is incredible. Um, I, I think I put well over like 60, 70 hours in, in the beta version because I just had a great time just platforming around, collecting the notes, and then, uh, you know, making music. It is still to this day beautiful. Um, I, ho- I wish we got more things like that, uh, that kind of just like had like instrumental music original music or or music that isn't like so uh mainstream i guess and, and just chilled out and vibe. it's very much like lo-fi what lo-fi the youtube streams are now but that was like what the game was and it's just great it's a great time super great yeah yeah i am uh another game or another studio that uh <laughs> got picked up by uh um Annapurna, not acquired, but like they're Annapurna's uh doing the next game from uh Queasy Games. I'm yep. so excited to see what that game is. It seems like a similar vibe to Sound Shapes. Sweet. Um, and I'm very intrigued to see what their next game is. Mm-hmm. Probably a banger. Y'all remember the Beck levels? Oh, come on. So good. Oh yeah. 
Thank you. Back. I forgot. I forgot that was a a thing. Yeah, there was <laughs> licensed music in that game, and Beck of all fucking people, they got Beck, and it was great. Uh, Harry, your turn. Uh, another game that is pretty cool that we've talked about previously is SteamWorld Dig Two, which yeah. is a fantastic uh, Metroidvania game where you're playing this almost like she reminds me of Rosie the Riveter, like for yeah. some weird reason. Um, rivets because it's mechanical because I'm hilarious. Um, and that might actually be her name, but it's been a while. Like the game came out in 2017, so it's been a couple yeah. of years. Um, but what's really cool is instead of following a path and finding secrets, like most Metroidvanias, you are literally shoveling out to create your own path. Um, and the maneuverability only gets better as you find abilities, as you figure out ways to manipulate the terrain you find little alcoves of puzzles or platforming things kind of like what we talk about with guacamelee 2 um and it was a really big hit i think for the switch because it came out within like six months or seven months of um march so i, I think it came out in september or october or something of 2017 and it was one of those games where everyone like wrapped around like oh yeah this is great on the switch or like this is a great jump in and go kind of play it through difficulties and kind of figure out all right how can i maximize my maneuverability while also getting all the treasures in a game um and there's some callbacks to previous steam world games like they always do um and it was certified harry yeah steam world games are just very special like yeah. they haven't had a miss yet like even like things like Gilgamesh, like typically not my jam, but like I could very oh. much respect what that game did. Same with uh, what, is it Builders coming? Builders build. and World. Same word Build. Okay. Build and World are two games both coming out, right? So, uh, Build is coming out next, Head and Hunter? then there's mm-hmm. Headhunter coming. Yeah, that's all we know. For, Which for right now. Headhunter at the moment seems like their like really big ambitious project mm-hmm. um, in the future which was a, a bad pick on fantasy critic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great i i have no doubt it's not gonna be great but now i'm i'm pretty sure when when we were originally brought this up i think i brought it to the table do we all agree that the second one is slightly yeah. better than the first yeah i think okay. the second one is far superior yeah yeah okay okay i'm just making sure yeah like i this like the great, first one yeah. oh absolutely the I like the one. town more in the second one. The 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 more uh, the side, the cast of characters and the yeah. the new abilities and whatnot are, are really cool. Yeah, yeah, I agree, Harry, with you. It, it Dig Two felt like one of those like first like switches my indie machine kind of games. Yeah. Uh, before like you know obviously before like the Steam Deck came around, but like still like the the Switch is like a lot of people's indie machines. And I think uh, Dig Two was like partly responsible like in the beginning phases of that for establishing kind of like that viewpoint of what the system will continue to be seven years later yeah. math six years and, later yeah and it was before all the shovelware started coming onto the right. switch too so yeah. like, calculator yeah uh, a ten dollar calculator uh i've looked at that and i was like what are you doing um, Harry, Harry bought it as a math teacher. He needed there to, is a. He needed I didn't buy it because it's literally the old iPhone calculator. But there is a game Hilarious. called Sign S I N E, and I'm like, I'm definitely going to buy this one. This goes on sale. <laughs> uh, just out of morbid curiosity, but yeah. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Oh yeah, uh, before all the junk in the Switch, like that was one of our like you said, it was the first one that people talked about, and it wasn't something to ignore. Yeah, yeah. Then the uh, golf story. Yeah, that golf story. I think Hollow Knight was also that summer. Oh, yeah. I believe. Maybe. Yeah, because oh, I yeah. remember. Is that twenty seventeen? Maybe. It feel like it feels like that was early Switch. Whatever E three that was, because that was also it was still E three. Mm. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah. Nice. Wow, yeah. good times. Lots of yeah, I really wish. I I hope like it's never gonna happen, but like. I really want there to be curation on the eShop again. <laughs> Just to some extent. I want curation on the I want curation on every store. Every yeah. shop, yeah. <laughs> well, Steam I don't know which fine. one's worse. It's the Wild West, but like Is it PlayStation or Nintendo in terms of like their search ins? Um, I don't know. At least PlayStation has the PlayStation Indies section now. Oh, like yeah. granted, they don't show everything, 
They're they're but doing better. We're doing better. Okay. But yeah, because I usually use the uh, PlayStation app and I find it atrocious. Because mm. I'll search like the word Steam World and I will yep. get not anywhere close to what Steam World is. And I'm like, well, all right, well, I'm not <laughs> scrolling through this for ten minutes. I typically I'll go just to the the main store and just like go to like the entire catalog and then sort it as release date. Mm-hmm. Even then, there are things that just like stay pinned to the top, like. Um, yep publishing promotion sponsorships but it's like even just like niche indie stuff that like uh, uh the longest road on earth it's that the mouse narrative game that's like the musical uh, which yeah. i i bought and i never played yet i really want to one of these days um that's been like at the top of my like recently released games on the store page for like a year now it's weird it's like it doesn't i don't know it's like broken in some fucking way mm. it's dumb but i digress we're going long range jesus christ um well, we got like six more yeah, real quick, I will um, on ha- on behalf of Austin, I will give a shout out to Little Nightmares Two, a game that I still haven't played through yet, and I hate that I haven't mm-hmm. played through yet. I adore the first Little Nightmares. It does. It, it is an inside like game. It is a like precise platformer um, horror where you will play as a little uh, little girl, right? In nine, seven, nine, seven, uh, nine, I nine. Think- no, nine is the, the Tim Burton esque film. Yeah, okay. Fuck I thought you were just movie. yelling out numbers right now. <laughs> yeah, Mike, what are you, uh, Mike, we're up to the Yes, nine is the movie. Um, let me see. I think nine like. is also the character. Nine, that's, uh, that's the people with the glowing eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. nine. That is definitely uh, a movie. Yeah, no, I know it that. It's very ominous. Little Nightmares 2 is Mono. Nope. And well, isn't she the one with the yellow jacket? The Six. Yes. Six. Six. Hey. <laughs> we're close. Mono is the second one. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, well, but you know, a fantastic, like cinematic, like precise, precision platformer. Um, just like really excels at uh, set dressing and creature design, and it does like the fantastic. Like we'll talk about inside at some point, probably uh, once Kyle finally fucking plays it. Um, does that incredible thing of like making you, uh, and it's just all like production design, all level design, and and pure gameplay mechanics that it makes you like feel like you just made it you like you just made it through the door you just missed a, a like an axe swing you just missed something huge that could have easily taken you out but that's how the game was purposefully designed to it, like it, it, it was created to elicit those emotions of anxiety and it uses anxiety to the game's benefit um not a lot of games can pull that off um i'm really excited now that it's on game pass to play through bramble and the mountain king which is another similar game that when I, when I played from the demo, like the gameplay didn't feel as tight. I, I'm curious to see if it like it shaped up a little bit. Demo uh, freaked me out. But oh, yeah. Uh, did not like the Bramble demo at all. <laughs> from, just from like Creep Factor. Creep Factor, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the water lady. <laughs> oh my God, it's terrible. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a Harry game. Harry should play oh, yeah. that demo. Yeah, Harry should play it. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, but yeah, that's Little Nightmares too. Just uh, that was an Austin pick. I just wanted to make sure we gave it a shout out. But <laughs> I would like to pick a Matt and Mike joint. Umarangi Generation. <laughs> 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 Similar to Toem, Umarangi Generation is a Pokemon <laughs> Snap like game, except it blends Pokemon Snap mechanics with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and it has. Probably one of the most punk rock fucking narratives I've ever witnessed in my life. It is gnarly. It's like it goes hard. It goes real hard. It's fucking like this like street Tony Hawk punk rock game, like fuck the man, all that kind of shit. And then all suddenly goes to like Evangelion. <laughs> it's fucking great. It is killer. It goes full anime with the story. It like, really does. And, and it's you don't so expect good. it. Like I only had some sort of vibe from it because you guys kept talking about it. And I'm just like, all right. And then certain things happen. I'm like, okay, <laughs> what is going on with this shenanigans? And the music is Bang. oh man, oh, masterful. Yeah. One of the greatest video game soundtracks in our modern time. Thor High Heels. Fucking genius. God. Matt, anything to add about Umarangi? Uh, no. <laughs> Go play it. It's it's amazing. I think it's on Game Pass. It I know was. it's on Xbox. It's on everything. It's on everything now. Yeah. I believe they removed it, but we can fact no. check that. 
man, it's so good. That the main game and the DLC. The DLC is fucking phenomenal, and I feel like it's like necessary for yeah. the full experience. It's God, what a fucking game, man. Kyle, I know which one you're gonna pick. Go for it. Yeah, because yeah, it, Hades. Yeah. What, what, what should I say about Hades that hasn't already been said? Uh, I mean, the voice acting, the story, the loop, the gameplay. It's characters. super giant at their best. Yeah, the characters. It's the thirst. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. The thirst, thirst for sure. Uh, I'm so eager to be back in, in the Hades world and Hades 2 whenever that is a thing that we can play. Um, it's just real special. I, I'm a big fan of like... Uh, the the greek gods and, and mythological type of stuff so this is right up my alley and just after every run talking to everyone uncovering a little bit of their story and and uh you know giving them i forgot what it was, it was like uh ambrosia right was that the thing you gave to everyone to increase your maybe your friendship level or your romance level um that makes sense yeah i think i think that's what it was called uh and then once you find exactly what boons you you are in you are into i was gonna say man i'm real thirsty tonight everybody um <laughs> stay hydrated folks <laughs> uh the boons that work for you and your play style and the weapon it's just it flows like no other and uh even once you like get to the end and then realize, oh, that's only a small part. And you have to just keep going and going and going. It's incredible. Play Hades. Play Hades, if you haven't yet. Be good. Harry, do you have any affinity for these last three, or should me and Matt run through? I have play? no opinion on these three. Okay. Matt, go with the one I haven't played yet still. Okay. Uh, I'm scared without spoiling it. Oh, but talk about the game, Matt. I, I understand you're scared, but talk about the game. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad i'm sorry kyle humor because i'm scared earlier i'm scared did the 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 thing before all these other games did the thing uh so like the inscription thing the doki doki literature cub uh thing like it took you out of the game while still making you you were still playing the game like the game crashes out you're at the desk spot like oh is it over? You boot it back up. You're in a different spot. Something changed. There's a there, there's a file in a folder, a text file for you to read. Sometimes it just says ha 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 ha. It breaks the fourth wall, uh, and it's a fantastic uh, narrative experiment in horror. Uh, there is an updated version that I haven't even played. Yeah, uh, there for is. Steam. So check it out. So on Steam, the trailers in Spanish. I think is that on purpose? New to me. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was part of the allure. Uh, when I played it, it was on a game jolt. That what was is like, that? Hell yeah, kind of like a HIO joint. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember Candyland Golf? No. Or Candy Stand Golf? Candy Stand. No. It was like a a flash mini golf game where it was like it was like lifesavers theme, like the gummies. What was the like metal oh, slug one? Yeah. Are you talking about Candy Crush? No, 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 I He's do like remember a there was a lifesaver branded. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. It was a Macromedia Shockwave. That that was yeah, before Flash. Yeah. yeah. Just unlocked a core memory for y'all. You're welcome. Uh, I just yeah. remember Slime Volleyball. And you guys played that. Yeah. It's a very another good one. Snood. 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 The name sounds familiar. So, fun fact, I, we, I, I was complaining that we're going long, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Snood is available on Steam for free. But once you're in the app, it asks you for twenty dollars to unlock the full fucking game. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> Microtransaction. Like, listen, I love Snood like everyone else, but like Jesus fucking Christ, I'm not paying twenty dollars for Snood. Yeah, you can go suck some lemons on that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, real quick, uh, the the final two, uh, Coffee Talk. We've talked mm-hmm. exhaustively about Coffee Talk by the late Fami, one of the greatest narrative minds in recent memory in the gaming scene unfortunately passed away two years ago at this point or was it last year i think it was last year last summer or no last like winter because it was during the oscars i remember but yeah um fami uh fucking phenomenal force in the games industry uh one of the minds or the mind behind coffee talk which is a wonderful narrative uh adventure taking place 
as uh, you you play as a barista in a coffee shop and you're just the story is I mean, the, the game is literally just listening to people vent about their days and their relationships and just like just experiencing like a, a slice of life kind of thing in a fantastical uh, Seattle. Thanks. Got clarity on that uh, last spring, last spring. OK, thank you. Um, and then finally, N the series, which Kyle was real mad about when we made it number one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and fucking slaps. It is one of the uh, most killer. Uh, what Matt? Like, I guess platformers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Puzzle platformer. Kind this of. This is this is like the hard as nails platformer before Super Meat Boy. Yeah. Um. All, Hundreds of levels. Yeah. So many levels. Um. All of them. Well, what, what do we say? There was three so games total. In, uh, which was a flash game. Yeah. That you and, and plus. In plus, and which N was plus on plus. PSP, DS. Xbox 360 and then in plus plus, which is on everything right now. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, Switch. Oh, I don't know. I forgot. Um, I feel like it would make a switch explode. Um, <laughs> if you have, if you have no recollection or if you have no knowledge of what N is, I highly recommend playing N plus uh, plus everybody who has had PlayStation plus throughout the PS4 probably mm-hmm. has N plus uh, plus it's been on switch. I think it, it is on Switch. I think it, it was one of the launch PS Plus situations. Um, it is a fantastic time. It is still holds up to this day. And like Matt said, there's hundreds of levels to dig into and just like kind of engross yourself in. I actually might re-download it because it's a good just like, you know, hop in and bang out some levels kind of like kind of game. Fun to hop in, bang out levels, but then you're going to be hit banging your head against the wall because of how hard it gets. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the, the the color swap mechanics on in plus plus specifically are oh, beautiful. Killer. Uh whoop, that was bad. I, I fucked up the doc. <laughs> um so Frozen. those are the 18 games that are on the indie 100 so far, all games that you should definitely check out. Uh question for the court. Do we want to add a game tonight or do we wanna okay, we'll we'll take a break and we'll we'll add one yeah. next week because we're running along. Okay. Yeah. This was like a good recap for good recap, no- yeah. Um, we'll start posting this list on sixwellindie.com. I, I will make the spreadsheet public to view on sixwellindie.com. Nice. Let's have a quick ad break and then we're going to close out the show with this week in indie. If you've gotten to this point of the 6-1 IndieCast, that means you must enjoy what we do to some extent. So with that logic in mind, if you're enjoying this, why not support us over on patreon.com slash 6-1-Indie? We are a tiny company with huge ambitions to help amplify the indie scene one game at a time. That includes our massive production of the Mini Indie Showcase, a biannual indie game showcase for indies by indies. Not only would your dollar support our efforts into spotlighting indie games, but you gain a few perks for the podcast. First and foremost, you don't have to listen to this ad every single damn week. Secondly, you can watch the podcast live as we record it and join the discussion in the chat. And last but not least, you gain access to Clocked Out, the weekly IndieCast post show available exclusively for patrons. This is where we get to talk about AAA games and films and get a bit unhinged and talk about like the Scorpion King and and Wombats and getting hurt and stuff like that. Anyways, if you're able to, and sincerely only if you're able to, it would mean the world to us if you considered supporting us over on patreon.com slash 61indie. And we're back to close things out. Kyle, those 18 games, fantastic. They're available now, but yeah. Let me know what's happening this week in Indy. Sure. On Monday, July 31st, we have Venba coming to PC, PS5, Switch, Xbox One, and Series X. Yes. Venba is a narrative cooking game where you play as an Indian mom who immigrates to Canada with her family in the 1980s. Players will cook various dishes and restore lost recipes, hold branching conversations, and explore in the story about family, love, loss, and more. I think Game Pass? Oh, I do not know. I'll verify. Continue. On Tuesday, August 1st, there is no light. Uh, The Xbox Series X release. Uh, There is no light is... Oh, let me restart that brain stop working. <laughs> there is no light is a brutal action venture set in a grim underground world ruled by the mysterious church of the great hand. Blast your way through the hordes of enemies, fight dangerous bosses and explore the world the way you want. Vemba is coming to game pot, game pass. <laughs> game pass. Sweet. 
Uh, Wednesday, August 2nd, Ninja or Die, Shadow of the Sun comes to PC. Set at the heart of a cataclysmic event in Edo, Japan, Ninja or Die, Shadow of the Sun is an ultra-fast rogue light inspired by Japanese folklore. Unleash the power, speed, and soul of the ninja using acrobatic jumping to move and attack. Thronefall comes to PC Early Access, yep. a minimalist game about building and defending a little kingdom. Yes. Build up your base during the day, defend it till your last breath at night. Will you be able to strike the right balance between economy and def- and defense? Do you yes. need more archers, thicker walls, or an additional mill? Will you keep the enemies at bay with your longbow or charge your horse right into them? It's going to be a tough night, but nothing beats seeing the sun rise above your little kingdom to live another day. Can't it's wait. It's a great write-up, by the way. Yeah, that has me jazzed to play that game. And it was really good with the demo that we played at... Um, mm-hmm. Next Fest? Yes. Yeah. It did like very well during Nexus also like wishlist wise and, and playability wise. Like people fucking love it. got it. coverage on other websites too. Yeah. Yeah. It did really well. It was one of the breakouts. Great. Uh, also on Wednesday, August 2nd, Packeret down the bun burrows comes to PC. The buns, you have to capture them. Think outside the bun burrow or get outsmarted by bunnies in this cute pathfinding based puzzle game. <laughs> I wanted to include that just because the buns, you have to capture the buns. The buns. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> Let uh, me see them <laughs> Now we're demonetized, Harry. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Oceanhorn 2, Knights of the Lost Realm, comes to PC, PS5, and Series X. Oceanhorn 2, Knights of the Lost Realm, set a thousand years before the events of the first chapter, takes you on a magical journey across the vast world of Gaia, brimming with mythology and lore. A young knight faces an impossible challenge, as warlock Mesmeroth has returned with a formidable dark army. Will our hero be able to un, uh, be able to unite the Avros, Gilfolk, and Arcadians in a fight for the fate of the world? Did any of you play the first one? No. Yeah. So I, I'm also have the same faces map because I feel like there's been 12 Ocean Horn games. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought this was on PC already, but I guess not. Um, okay. Yeah. It, it was, could be a console release. It, no. It, yeah. It's not on PC yet. Um, oh, okay. I wasn't in love with the first one, but mm-hmm. the second one, uh, I played a little bit on Apple Arcade when it came out. Um, I'm much more interested to play the second one. It feels sweet. Feels a lot more like a game. That sounded bad. <laughs> it was more like something i really want to dig sure into. uh on thursday august 3rd word factory comes to pc yes <laughs> word factory <laughs> is a word building game where your only resource is the letter i build a chain of factories to bend rotate reflect and merge i into more complex letters discover secret letter recipes unlock hidden word art and optimize your factory chains for high scores what a oh, journey yeah. this game has taken for us <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? i can't wait oh, i love that demo so much <laughs> also on thursday august 3rd tiny thor comes yeah. to switch Indie Showcase alum, unleash the bouncy power of Mjolnir in this retro platformer. Use it and many other power-ups to travel the realms of Asgard. But watch out, some mythical creatures would do everything to stop Thor from growing up. Also on Thursday, Flutter Away comes to PC and Switch. Immerse yourself in the tranquility of the Amazon rainforest with this charming short nature exploration game. Embark on a five-day camping trip as a butterfly researcher. Traverse nearby trails, capture photographs, befriend wildlife, and document the intriguing discoveries encountered on your journey. Kelsey has played this. I believe she will be writing something for it. Ooh, exciting. Yeah. And uh, Friday, to continue the mini indie showcase alums, uh, Super Space Club. Yeah. PC, Xbox uh, One, and Series X. Super Space Club is a lo-fi arcade space shooter to chill to. Defend a vibrant galaxy as a club of misfit heroes and battle endless waves of spacecrafts to the tune of atmospheric beats. Outlast your enemies and vibe to the rhythm of the stars. Kyle, what do you think about that write-up? Oh, man, it's fantastic. Somebody really, really cool wrote that. (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer, Super Space Club is my client with Vicarious PR. I did not, uh, I'm not swaying these people to say anything on my behalf. Graham is also a friend of ours. And, and it was in the first showcase. It was in the that first showcase also before he was my client. Exactly. Um, Splash also is coming on Friday, August 4th, coming to PC, Switch, PS4, and 5, Xbox One, and Series X. Splash is a plug and play 2D samurai fighting game full of tension where one hit is enough to kill. Play as a hand drawn samurai in beautiful painted settings and fight your opponent in epic, solemn duels where each move matters. Manage well your stamina, breath, and take your time to land a deadly hit. Another showcase alum cannot yeah. fucking wait. 
the one hit kill thing and, and we talked to the dev there's a dev combo convo on our youtube channel where they were very adamant of it being easy to pick up for everybody yeah he talked about um it being inspired by like smash brothers yeah which is music to my ears yep yeah awesome well y'all thank you so much for hang oh uh i forgot to mention also celeste is also coming to game Pass oh, sure. on august 1st um just worth shouting out mm-hmm. definitely um, if you haven't played it yeah now's the time to play it <laughs> um new thing that we're gonna try to do i'm gonna take uh this week in indie and toss it up on patreon as a public post that can be found on patreon.com slash 61 indie just in case uh yeah a little bit easier to keep track of some of the cool releases that we recommend you check out uh but yeah thank you so much for hanging out for another episode of the 61 indicast if you enjoyed this please leave us a review on all your podcast feeds subscribe on youtube.com slash 61 indie leave a comment on the video version and let us know which of the 18 games we talked about tonight are uh, your standouts what would you add to the indie 100 let us know and uh yeah we'll catch you next week um Goodbye. Bye. Bye.